This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, welcome in. Jeremy Kahn here with you uh, alongside Ken Barkley. It's You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM. Interesting week that we're having here, Ken. Uh, you know, it's the this kind of like dead zone, if you will, uh, with the All-Star Game Home Run Derby. I guess uh, initially, how was your night last night? Did you – I tuned into the, the Home Run Derby. I watched Adley for the local stuff. Sure. It's just too long for me. It's way too long. Is this is this going to be like a like a home run derby complaint fest? Is that like what the, I feel like this segment could easily turn into that? Ed, just I, I think I'm like I think I'm just good. I think I'm good on the home run derby. I don't I don't and I just which stinks right because like I uh, I need something to watch on like the Monday night when there's not a lot going on and I need you know like some entertainment in the the dead week that you called it or whatever. But I just between like the way it's shot and I don't, I think I don't like the rules. Actually. I think I hate the rules <laughs> now, now that I think about <laughs> it. And I know they tried to change it a little bit and make it like tweak it a little bit. And we kind of went back to like a more basic competition this time. And I'm just like, okay. And then like the kid got nailed in the face, which was really weird. And then like, I'm just like, what is that? And uh, Tyler brings up like the, the announcers which could be another part of it. Like Chris Berman used to call it every year, basically, or called it for a very long time, and now it doesn't call it anymore. So I don't know. I think it just, I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I find who wins to be really insignificant versus like the first round. It's like this new thing. So you watch a little bit of the first round and you want to see everybody. And, uh, and I'm sure that like other people maybe had a more enjoyable experience with it. I mean, if you bet on like Vlad or if you like bet on a matchup and you won, um, or some of the, I mean, the millions of props that were offered. Yeah, just it was kind of like a like a lackluster experience for me. It was kind of just whatever. And I found my, I actually I ended up watching a documentary, one that I meant to watch for a while instead for the second half of it. But yeah, I watched it a little bit. I just I don't think there's a quick fix to make me like it a lot. I don't know if it's go back to like ten outs. You can't get Chris Berman to call it again. I know people who like didn't like when he called it, but like it's just better than what it is right now. So yeah, just it's kind of like a mediocre experience, don't- which is kind of a bummer because it's the only thing going on. Yeah, and, and again, it's it's weird complaining about the only thing going on because it feels like you should be thankful that we have something. But I, if you're like me, and I, I assume you are, like sometimes it's nice to get a little reprieve away from things and watch a documentary, which I love to do. It wasn't right. the Wham documentary you watched, was it? No, so I'd actually okay. I'd never seen the two part Tiger doc on HBO. I'd actually never seen it before, and it's I have these like giant holes in my documentary resume where it's like you know I, how did I not see that? Like I've seen every yeah. other HBO sports documentary for thirty years. Like how did I not watch the two part Tiger? One? And it's usually because like when it came out, something was going on, or it was like a busy sports time, and then you're supposed to go back during the summer, and I never do, and I have kids, so I I watched part one. Last time is so good. <laughs> I'm gonna watch part yeah. two tonight, and um, 
So I ended up watching that instead, which was just kind of like a, a funny experience. Like the tier two things that have absolutely nothing in common, Tiger Woods and the home run derby. And, uh, but yeah, it's just, I, I agree with like the reprieve thing. I end up, so maybe a part of it too is I felt like I had no betting interest in the event last night. I'm sure that came across in the show yesterday where I just was like, the rule changes didn't really create anything. I didn't have an angle that I liked as like a way to play anything. I played, you know, I basically was like, well, top half is way easier than bottom half. So like maybe I'll like a long shot top half guy. And, uh, and like, you know, if you ended up picking a Rosa Reina, then that was kind of like, that was the approach that, that paid off, I guess, in, in a way, if you ended up getting that part of it right. But it was just, I didn't have anything I loved betting wise. And with where I am now, if I don't have anything I like betting wise, I think it's hard for me to just be like, what a fun event. Like, this is so yeah. neat. Let me just watch it. Cause I just, I have no action and I almost have no interest in no action because I just like couldn't find anything that I liked. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, I wrote about it and then I actually, you know, I do a daily gambling segment on, on my show back here in Baltimore and yesterday I did one on the Home Run Derby kind of talking about it and just saying this feels like a, a horse race to me. And anybody that's trying to win money in a horse race, like you're trying to find how to beat the favorites. But every time I looked at it and seeing the way it would play out, I kept coming back to Pete Alonzo and Vlad Guerrero. Ultimately, I went with Guerrero and I lucked out. So I'm not like I'm not upset about any of that. But it's the same thing with the, the All-Star game tonight. It's like, how do you find an edge when... They're going to play everyone. Like, the, the only thing that I noticed from, like, an edge standpoint is that the American League has no left-handed pitching. If you think that's valuable, which there might be something <laughs> to it, does it matter sure. when the guys are this good? You know, like, so right. it's just – it's really tough. And I don't even feel good patting myself on the back for picking Vlad Guerrero. I mean, it was an eight-man field, and I thought there were two legitimate options to go with. Not to say that Julio couldn't have made a run like he did last year. Um, you know, like, any of these things can happen, but it just feels like a big crapshoot. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think, you know, I think it's just it's one of those things where, you know, if you're somebody who and there's, I mean, this is 99 percent of people, which I, I guess makes sense. Like if you're betting to have action on a game or just like g give me something to bet because like I'm going to watch this and I want to have something cool. Like I bet Luis Robert to win last night at the price because I was like, well, mm -hmm. top half guy price. What love the first round matchup now it ended up being like pretty dicey the way that it worked out. But uh so I was like, all right, I kind of like that. But I, I mean, do I feel like I'm like in really good here? No. And there's been the creation of all these and like, I guess, credit to the sports books. Right. And this is true with tonight's event. There's been a real push. You see it. I mean, it's obvious to take the home run derby last night and the all-star game tonight and try to really like work them to make them really in like big betting events. How many types of bets can we offer? How many different menus? How many extremely obscure props? can we can we kind of just like slap on this thing and you would think that when that happens like oh well there's going to be so many edges or there's going to be so many like approaches you can take that'll yield a lot of results except the way that most of the bets are framed are either just like heavily juiced two ways so like you know how many home runs is someone going to hit in a round and each way is like minus 120 or something. It's like, well, that's a really tough market to win unless you like have some angle you feel really confident in. Or it's these multi-ways. So like tonight, for example, I think there's a multi-way market for like every single player in the starting lineup for both teams for what they're going to do in their first at bat with prices attached. So like whoever, whoever it is, like I think there's, you know, whatever, five Rangers in the AL starting lineup and then like a bunch of Braves in the NL starting lineup. And in each case, it's like, all right, you know, uh, 
Ronald Acuna in his first at bat, like strikeout, base set, you know, all the normal options for people who've mm-hmm. done that kind of live betting experience before. But I don't think what people realize is just like, man, like the hold in that is insane. Like you're just, and it's it's very random and you're paying a huge tax to bet it. And so like, that's not the kind of stuff that's, I'm, I sound like a bummer right now. I'm sure for a lot of people, it's like, cool, like put a couple bucks on it as it's happening, mm-hmm. you're sweating it. Like, yeah, all right. Um, but just as like a money-making venture, like, man, I can get a lot out of this. It's just so empty. It's just all very empty. Like, so I ended up drifting to a couple other sporting events and kind of like working on some stuff for them instead. Not not that they were massive money makers, but just all right. Let me spend my time somewhere else. But I don't know if you noticed that too. Just the the extensiveness of like how many bets last night, how many bets are available tonight. Definitely more than last year for both things. And yet, despite that, I'm kind of just like, is there anything here that I can like sink my teeth into and feel really confident in? And for me, it was no. Yeah, and, and I'm in that same boat because, like, I, I'm, I'm glad you put it the way you put it because, like, some people treat gambling like it's just something fun to do. Like, hey, I'm going to bet and yeah, whatever. Which is I, fine. Open a, and it which is, is great. It, like, if, if right. you open the newspaper and you're like, I think that team wins. I think that team yep. covers. I think, okay, fine, if that's what you want to do. But, like, I'm trying to find an edge any way I can, even if the said edge doesn't work out. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to look at it that way, and I just don't see any edge in tonight's game. And then I had one of my co-hosts this morning ask me, he goes, well, what other type of things can you bet on in the home run derby or in the, um, excuse me, in the all-star game? I said, there's a lot of things. And then I started looking at the prices for home runs, and I'm like, how would anybody even want to bet a home run? And I get there's probably tons of people out there doing it, but when you look at the home run, like you don't know which pitcher they're facing, which I think is a huge thing. Um, you could luck into it. You don't know how many at-bats they're going to get. You, know, you look at the starters and say, I think every starter gets two at bats, but do they? Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe something changed. O- Otani only got one at bat last year, but he was pitching. So um, I just have a hard time betting on a lot of that. Like, if you wanted to bet somebody total bases, the the numbers are inflated, but I don't know they're inflated enough to make it worth it to even take that shot. If that makes yeah, sense from a mathematical the, standpoint. Yeah, and like the home runs. To your point, yeah, I think last year. Uh, Alex and I were talking before the show this morning. I think he said there were like three home runs set last year. I think they were all solo home runs. It was a very low scoring game last year. And, but in most all-star games, like there aren't a lot of home runs hit and you know, the home run market is just like a yes fest. Like, it's just like you're betting on fun, high scoring things to have the AL one three, two last year, the total in tonight's game is seven and a half juiced under it's seven in a couple places. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't gonna be a lot of home runs. <laughs> so there's like, wow, what a, what a giant, awesome home run menu. It's like, Great. It would be like if it was, you know, like snowing. It'd be like, wow, what a giant, awesome beach volleyball menu. And be like, well, it's not going to happen. Like, it's not See, we're, like we're, I'm good. I'm good on this. And the- uh, and so, so I just that's that's another part of it is it's like I, I want to be into this. Like, I want to be like, OK, cool. Like, I can see some kind of edge here even if it's not like something i can exactly quantify just like an angle that i like just an angle that i like which is such a broad description and uh and i just every time i look at a different menu i'm just like i don't what a, and i read a bunch of stuff i'm just like what is what is my entryway here to like make a bet that i feel really good about other than just like ah, a couple bucks on this <laughs> and uh and that's, yeah. that's kind of that's gone all that i notice a lot of the time well, the only other thing, like, again, with some of the research doing and knowing that the injuries to the left-handed pitching, so, like, Valdez and McClanahan's obviously not pitching for the American League, so they have no lefties. Like, if you want to – if you're looking for an edge and you want to say, hey, okay, so I'm going to take uh, one of these left-handed bats that are coming off the bench for the National League or a switch hitter and hoping they get a hit, like, I'm right. listening to you, but, I mean, wouldn't you be hoping that they get to face Sonny Gray and not Felix Batista, if, you know, when they're right. hitting? So, yeah. And you don't know what order. huge advantage. 
Yeah. Right. So, and you don't know what order it's going to be. So it just, it's so like unpredictable is the wrong word. Cause like, I'm sure there's a way to like have an idea about how this is going to play out and what order, but just like then confident enough to go into the betting markets and be like, I'm in so good here. So something from the home run derby that stood out to me last night where, cause a lot of the time what I'll do is after the fact, I'll be like, was there a way for me to arrive at that thing? especially if it's like an information thing, like was there a way for me to know about that ahead of time? So like a funny thing that we talked about last night at the end of the show was basically how like Mookie Betts was like, I'm going to be bad. <laughs> like I'm not going to win. And, uh, and that ended up making, I, I, I saw some of his, I don't even think I realized it at the time. I saw some of his first round matchup where he was eliminated by Vlad and he like, didn't even use his timeout in the middle to like take a break before he hit more home run. So it was just, yeah. okay, Like I could have got to, he's telling us he's going to suck. Just believe him. I could have got to that, I guess. And then the other thing, and I didn't read a lot about this, so maybe, maybe again, other people were kind of on this and I wasn't. Like Pete Alonzo's pitching coat, like the, the, the guy who pitched to him, the guy who pitches to all of the different hitters is like a, a significant part of it to some extent, like mm -hmm. if they suck at it, yeah. like what Adolis Garcia's guy was like pretty brutal and, and, you know, was outside the zone a lot, which hurts because it's a timed event. It's not 10 outs. And Alonzo's guy was like a little worse. So I guess like, was there a way to get to that as some significant, but then you're kind of like, really? Like this is, so I don't know, maybe the, maybe the bets thing was actionable. That's possible. Like what he's not incentivized to lie in that situation. I guess he's incentivized well, to be coy if he really wants to be, but like it's the home run derby. Who cares? Um, it could have been an authentic response that could have been an actionable angle to fade him. Um, but like he also like I mean, I just it was but the market already reflected that. That was the thing. He was already given no chance. So it was just I don't know, it was it was one of those things where I get to the end and I just go, uh, okay. Like, I, did I even miss anything here? And like, if you had Vlad, if people bet Vlad last night, awesome. <laughs> if you didn't, sorry. Um, yeah. You know, it's not like, it's not sour grapes. Like I, you know, this was such a nothing for me. I just, uh, man, even after the fact, I'm like, cause sometimes I'll be like, oh, I could have I mean, that angle was so good. Like, how did I, like, I missed that. Like, that's a bad miss. Yeah. And this last night was even just like, nah, I think I'm pretty good. I'm going to watch Tiger. Yeah, and and I made three last three bets last night on the home run derby. One was Vlad Guerrero hitting it. I only put a hundred bucks on it. One three fifty, um, you know. Then I had I put a hundred bucks on Adley Rutschman to uh, beat Luis Robert in the first round. Yeah, That's me just Icy. being silly and, and being a fan. Yeah. But as soon as the numbers came up, I was like, oh boy, did I did I luck into one here? And then the last one was exactly what you talked about. I watched the Mookie Betts thing, and he's one of those guys that always seems like he's telling the like I, I don't. He's not a guy that I expect to bluff or anything, you know, like he, just, right. he was just saying, I'm not good at it. And then I'm looking yeah. at it. And I'm going, he's got Vlad. I like Vlad to win. Like if he was playing Rutschman in the first round and said that, would it have dri driven my interest as much? No, but I paid 230 for it or 240. I think it was like 235 um, on the line to, for Vlad to beat him. So it wasn't like a huge savings, but I felt good about it. So I rolled the dice and it, it worked out. But, um, you know, I went two and one last night and won a little bit of cake. So. It'll yeah. help out. Hey, you probably had, put you it back Vlad. in in DFS. Let's, yeah. let's put it this way. Having Vlad was better than not having Vlad. That was a, a, a glass half full for you last night. You had the, <laughs> hey, you had the winner. I had Soto last year, which was awesome. So I, it's been it's fun to have the winner. It's just like, yeah, just like a, a lack of excitement in, in me for betting it, I think. And we'll, we'll do mm -hmm. All-Star Game uh, later in the show. Like MVP is an award for that. I won't like kind of spill the beans on that whole handicap now. We'll do that later. But it's like even that's an award where like, okay, you can make kind of a smart decision. But even as you're putting the money in, you're like, I ugh, like, really? Yeah. So that's, that's we'll do a little bit of that later, though. It'll be fun.
Well, we got time for that. We got our uh, markets. We're going to do everything. Jeremy Kahn, uh, Ken Barkley, it's You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM, right here on the BetQL Network.